uh, top of the you know they always say top of the morning, bottom of the morning to y'all, everyone. My name is Hamza. What does top of the morning even mean? It I'm just, moldy. It, it's, it's, what does top of the morning even mean? It's just uh, you know, how's it going? You know, I don't know. Uh, I feel like top of the morning means like it's the best part of the morning, and therefore bottom of the morning is like. You made a mistake coming to this podcast. No, the top of the morning is like it's the earliest part in the morning. That's why you say like good morning kind of deal. The bottom uh, of, the of the morning is nest. Well, you know, it's later. It's now. almost noon. Yeah, it's whatever. We're on episode one hundred and nineteen. Nice, nice, good number, good number. Question is one nineteen prime. Are we gonna do this again? Are we gonna go back to the number of facts again after ditching them twice? We have to because whenever you see an odd number, you gotta be like, is it prime? That's true, that's true. That's the thing that goes through my Wait, mind. Wait, don't switch it up, don't switch it up. Ah, uh, fine, okay. I'm gonna guess... No. Okay, why is that? Uh, it's probably divisible by like some random number like 7. Do we need to talk about the divisibility rules on this podcast? Do you know divisibility I'll, I'll, rules? I'll put them in here. Well, we learned so many of them, right? But like, no one no one cares. <laughs> okay, well, what is, the, what is the easiest divisibility rule you know? Uh, a 1, because everything's divisible by 1. Okay, that's fine. Okay, what about second? What's another easy one? It's, if it's even, it's 2. Yeah, that's an easy one. If it's even or not, it's easy to tell. You just, you just took the last digit. What yeah. about divisible by three? Uh, there's also like a last digit rule for that too, right? It's if you sum the digits, that number that you sum has to be divisible by three, and then it will also be divisible by three. Okay, so you can like add the digits of like one, three, eight. Add one plus three plus eight. If that's divisible by three, then one, three, eight is divisible by three. Yeah. And I assume if like if you add them up and that's too big of a number for you to do, you can just add those yep. up yeah, and just yeah. go down to eight, three and for like six at the end. Yeah, so if, for example, in 119, the easy way to check is, okay, 1, one plus 1 is 2, plus 9 is uh, 11. 11 is not divisible by 3, so therefore this number is not divisible by 3. That's a pretty cool rule. I don't know how, how, why that would work. The, the divisibility rule for 4 is you take a look at the last two digits, and if the last two digits are divisible by 4, then A will be divisible by 4. Is 8 the last three digits? No. Uh, okay, I don't know about 8. I think 8 I'm is... Like, I'm thinking powers of 2 here, 2, 4, 8. Oh, no, 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 I don't know about that. But the divisible... I think it is maybe then. The divisibility rule for 5 is another easy one. Yeah, ends with 0, ends with 5. The divisibility rule for 6, I don't remember the top of my head, but it's like you multiply something and it's... Why do you know these? I want, dude, one, I don't know why, a while ago I went on a huge spree where I was just looking at divisibility rules. So as high as far I mean, as to I be fair, go. I would never have thought of this, but this actually does kind of, kind of cool. Like, it seems to be cool to be able to, like, take the least amount of information possible and figure it out. Oh, yeah. And there was, there's two I, I always rules. hate, I always hate when it's like, oh, it's an easy, here's an easy way to, you know, do a square root in your head. It's like a 16-step process that you could not possibly do in your head. Like, it's easier, but, like, come on. No yeah, one's actually going to... Especially if you want to do things really quickly, then, you know. And you can you can derive these yourself. That's another, thing, that's another reason why I really like this, because it's so easy to derive yourself. You can figure it out? Yeah, it's very easy. We, we used to do this in our classes in school, so it's easy to, it's easy to do yourself. But the, here's like, the thing even, about number even four. Even see, seeing here right now, I'm thinking, like, how does the three rule work? How does that work out that way? We did it. We did. We did this in one of our one of our classes. We did the nine divisibility rule, which is the same class as the three one. You literally take a three digit number, okay, okay. not three digit number, a number, any number, right? But let's say it's, let's say it's divi- let's say it's a three digit number to make life easier. Okay. And then you have to break it up into its components, like one hundred, the one hundred yes. times so like whatever. Plus a number 10. like twenty three. It's not two and three. It's ten twos and yeah, one three. And one three. So the same thing. If you d- if you divide if you break it up. You're gonna get a hundred. You're gonna get ten. You're gonna get one, and you can get basically you can get ninety nine from there. And ninety nine is divisible by three. And when you factor everything out, and therefore it's yeah. all I have to do is Oh, that's another thing. If it's divisible by like it's one of the cases of, if it's divisible by nine, it's divisible by three. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. 
So here, okay, here, here's here's the thing about here's the thing about the divisibility rule of four. Because I thought this was interesting. It, and this is on the Wikipedia page. The basic rule for divisibility of four is if the number form of the last two digits in the number is divisible by four, the last two digits meaning the rightmost digits, the original number is also divisible by four. And th and then they say the example is because 100 is divisible by four, and so by adding 100,000 blah, 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 it's really it's really easy to understand. Trust me, this is not that hard. And they give this they give they show the rule here, but there's another method. Okay, this is another thing because okay. there's, there's many methods. There's three methods listed here, but there's probably many more. The first method that we just told of take the last digits. The second method is check that the last digit is even. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, uh, it can't be divisible by four. Once okay, now that you now that you know okay it's even, which is kind of standard, you separate the last two digits from the rest of the number, and then you add half of the last digit to the to the penultimate digit. I guess that means the bigger one. I don't know. I'm not really. I don't penultimate know. Penultimate penultimate means second to last. Oh, there you go. Second to last. And since that number isn't even, it's not divisible by four. That one's way too complicated. Ain't, ain't no yeah, there. yeah, like that, that. The third one here is you take the original number, you divide the original number by two, you check if that result is divisible by two, and if it is, then the original number is also divisible by four. That one's not that hard, but you have to do some division. And yeah, this, the first one's so easy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I remember, uh, like, uh, you know how a lot of important numbers, like serial numbers and stuff, have checksums at the end. Yeah. So, like, for example, the go-to example is always credit cards. Uh, you know, like, if you, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but, like, sometimes you'll type a credit card into, like, a pay field, right? You want to pay for something, put in your credit card number. It can tell you right away that the credit card number is wrong. Right, right. Without having to, like, actually go contact the bank and stuff. Yeah. And the reason is because it's doing math behind the scenes, and the math didn't work out. And so, if you give someone the first 15 of 16 digits of a credit card number, they can mathematically deduce the last 16th one. But the way the math works is, I remember it's super interesting because it's one of those cases of, like, we were talking about earlier. Sometimes you forget that, like, what, like, number 13 is actually 10 ones and one three. Yeah. And so, one of the checks you have to do is, like, okay, take all the even numbers, multiply them by two, and then add up the digits of the pro of the product. Okay. So, like, if the number is, like, six, six times two, that's 12. 12 is 1 and 2, so 1 plus 2, the number is 3. Like that's, the, that's the next step, is get 3. But I thought it was so interesting when I learned that, oh, you don't actually have to add it. Because like, I was thinking, like, how would you program that? That feels a bit cumbersome to program. Because taking 12, then getting the first digit, then the second digit, and adding them together is a bit... You have to like, do like a modulus or like divide. That's uh, easy, man. Region. What are you talking about? These days, it's all in the library. You just There's a div mod library in Python. Just Yeah, of course, of course. Done. But I was thinking like, but then I looked online, it's like, oh, yeah, you can just uh, subtract 9. Same thing. Mm. It's like, oh, that's way easier to program. Just subtract 9. So what? 12. 1 plus 2 is 3. 12 minus 9 is also 3. It's like, it's just so much easier. And like, one, one way is like a bit of a cumbersome way to program. And one's like, oh, yeah, just, just it. Does that work with really large numbers, though? Or does it? it it's only working oh, with oh, two digits. It only works with two digits. Oh, After okay. that, you have to like add more 9s, I believe. Ah. Dude, okay. You said 13, right? There's actually here, it lists your divisibility rule of 13. Oh, okay. And it's a remainder test for 13. And there's a cycle here. They even wrote here, if you're not comfortable with negative numbers, use this sequence, which is a positive sequence. But the negative ones look much, much simpler. What do you mean remainder? Like, If you it's divide a, it and the remainder, remainder is it zero then? No, okay, well, look. It's a multiply the rightmost digit of the number with the leftmost digit in the sequence shown above, which is the, you know, the, the, the remainder test. And the second rightmost digit is the second leftmost digit of the number in the sequence. I know it's confusing, but look, here's an example. What is the remainder when 321 is divided by 13? If you use the first sequence and you do the math, you get negative 17. 
you take the mod 13, you get 9. Uh, and uh, I guess that means that it's divisible or not divisible. I don't really know what, that, what it's saying here, but <laughs> there you go. What's the point of this conversation? Uh, remainder 9? They're both Remainder 9? What the heck? Hmm. All right, then. We've lost every listener because who cares about math? Okay, well, that's something interesting. All right, but anyways, we're done, we're done, we're done. Let's move on. Cue the music. Oh, that's the wrong music. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was also getting reminded that like I could die at any, any second. So that's whoa, cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you just jumping the gun here, dude? Jeez. Yeah, basically, Literally uh, jumping the gun. <laughs> all right, so basically what happened is... uh. It's already old news, for sure. But basically, in Australia, they realized they had lost a capsule of radiation. Oh, they just lost yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's supposed to be like 8 millimeters, but like 7 millimeters, something like that. Or 5 millimeters. It's like, basically the size of a screw. Uh, what's a banana scale? Oh, a screw, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the size of a screw. And so what that means, but it has enough radiation that it could basically kill you. Like, yeah. if you're close to it for too long, it'll kill you. If you, if you put it in your pocket, it will definitely give you cancer. And so it's just like, they lost it. And the thing is, they lost it like on a stretch of road that was like multiple kilometers long, right? Luckily, it was in the middle of nowhere. So like, you can at least have solace and like, oh, okay. Like, nobody's going to be close to it realistically. They'll drive by it for like a couple seconds and that won't be enough to kill you. So it's like, okay. Oh, wait, this is terrible. What the heck? <laughs> wait, okay, okay. I thought, okay, wait, so this wasn't, this isn't even found? Okay, that's the thing. I'm like, this is old news. When we first went to record this, and it, we ended up like not using it in the end because uh, we had some other topics to go on instead. It had not been found. Since then, it has been found. They found it recently. Okay, that's good. Basically, what they did is they basically got like a very sensitive Geiger counter, and then just drove like forty miles per hour. Yeah, that's what I would this, think. That's literally what I think to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was surprised that, and like, luckily enough, it didn't get caught. Like, the biggest concern was like, what if an animal picks it up and carries it, God knows where, or if uh, if it's on the road. Someone drives by and it gets stuck in their tire treads or something like that, yeah. you know? Like, it just gets picked up by something and it's gone. Who knows where? Luckily, that wasn't the case. They just drove down the road. It took a couple hours, but they found it. And so, like, happy ending. Happy ending. And the, and, the, the, and the idea of, like, okay, so it wasn't that bad. But then, of course, in classic stupid fashion, I looked, like, at the comments and stuff, like, on the article and such. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, it's a good thing we avoided, like, another incident, like, so-and-so. I'm like, okay, oh, no. now you need to know what that is. So, apparently, this has happened multiple times. It's like, it's always, it's always cesium-137. Like, this is the radioactive isotope, because it's very useful, actually. It was, a, it was, this, in this case, it was a, it was a piece of mining equipment. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, it's very useful for mining purposes. I don't know the exact details of why, right? We also don't even know how this thing got lost in the first place in Australia. Like, they looked, and, like, apparently, a screw had come loose, and then... Through the screw hole, this thing fell out. And that's how it got lost. Like, that's just like a lot of coincidences. I'm that's, not going to lie. That seems like someone needs to do a full investigation, you know? Yeah, that doesn't seem believable enough. Even though, like, yeah, statistically, it should happen eventually, something wacky like this. But apparently, the current theory is the bumpy road slowly undid the screw, which is already loose somehow. Maybe overuse of, in mining. Then the screw fell out. And then this thing just happened to be rallying around, I guess. I don't know why you would keep something like cesium-137 rallying around in anything. But it rattled around, and eventually it slipped through the screw hole. And then it was gone to the wilderness. But yeah, so if you want an example of like how bad could this possibly have gone, here's a good example. Uh, this is going to get... I don't a, think, I don't gonna think be a, I want an example. This is going to get become a real downer real fast. Uh, so, this is called the Krama... I can't even pronounce this right, so I'm not, I'm not going to try to pretend like I can. 
the Kramatorsk radio radiological accident. Okay. Basically, this exact same thing happened, where a capsule of similar size of similar uh, the exact same radioactive isotope went missing, was never found, got picked up with the gravel used in a construction of an apartment building. That sounds terrible. It is. So apparently it got, got, got lost. They used the gravel. They put it in the wall of a building. And uh, over nine years, which, you know, it's a pretty long scale at least. Nine years, two families lived in that apartment building. Uh, at the end, four people died. So basically, in 1980, it opened up. At the time, an 18-year-old woman who was living there just died. Just up and died. Okay. Then, two years later, 16-year-old brother who was living there also died. Along with their mother. And the reason they died is because like, they got cancer and they died of cancer. That's what killed them. But they couldn't figure out, like, when, well, how did they all suddenly get cancer all at once? The best theory they had, the doctors, was poor hereditary. That's it. Like, they had, they had bad genes. That's it. That was yeah. the best theory they had. Then, this is this is when, if you thought, like, oh, man, this is pretty depressing, it's going to get a little bit worse. Uh, not even a little bit worse. A lot worse. Basically, what happened next was another family moved in after that. They had kept their child's room to be the exact, to be the exact same room. And then their child died. And that spurred the father into doing a full-on investigation. He wasn't willing to accept, like, this the answer of, like, bad genes or anything. And the result of this investigation proved that there was a high radiation level in the room. And they were able to pinpoint the exact piece of the wall where the radiation was coming from. And they were able to get the capsule back. They verified the serial number on the capsule. And were able to deduce that this is the capsule that went missing in like 19-whatever. And that, that that's how the story ends, basically. Like, Holy dude, the, what the heck? Can't trust anything these days. Dude, we, that's we the... We all need to buy our own Geiger counters and just like, you know, look around our rooms. Is that what it that's is? That's what my dad said. That's like, you know, like now I feel like next time we go to buy a house or something, we should like buy a Geiger counter and just like walk through the rooms real quick. Yeah, just keep it in your keep it in your house, and every every other week, just you know, do an inspection or something. Like, what the heck? That's like that's nightmare fuel. Yeah, apparently, so four of those people died in the end, and seventeen others had varying effects due to radiation. It's totally possible that some of those people like went on to live like ten more years and then got cancer and died. Like, I don't know how far yeah, they sure. tracked that's these. That's not a great. That's still terrible. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is like that's what I'm saying. Like the number of deaths attributed to this capsule is four, but like it could realistically be way more. And this is like a tiny capsule, right? Like really tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's smaller than a screw, like I said. Yep. Man, that's insane. This reminds me of like, man, you could just die at any goddamn second. You'd be like, God damn it. Dude, what is radiation? So, how does that even happen? What is radiation? It's just energy. It's just like... How, do, how does that happen? It's just it's just chilling? Like, it's just a tiny little rock? What is it doing? How does it work? God, whenever I think about radiation, I think about those crazy people back in like the... I don't know if it was... The, the 50 not 20s like like 1850s or but radiation was seen as a super cool thing and it was before we understood like the dangers of it and like they would put it like in sports drinks and stuff because they'd be like hey look it glows what is Ooh. radiation boy you still don't know what it is oh what is radiation what is it yeah like how do they put it in a sports drink is it a look oh oh no no they, they, they take like uh radioactive like particles like different things to be radioactive in this case it wasn't what liquid radioactive mean Radioactive, it means it releases radiation. You're, you're not helping me. You're going to you're going to slow me. You're like, what's the definition of radiation? It means radioactive. What does, radio, what does radioactive mean? It means made out of radiation. Okay, dude. That, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Basically, yes. like, Very useful. Di- okay. There are different elements on the elemental table. If you're looking at an elemental table, 
I think everything after it's 92. Called a periodic table of elements, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. If you look at uh, all the elements after, I think, 92, 92 onwards, like, they're already active. Basically, what does they, that mean? What it means is the, the atoms themselves fall apart. And when they fall apart, they release energy, which we call radiation. So it's literally just energy. It's an energy. It's a form of energy, mean? yeah. So they release so energy. So there are three types of radiation. There's, I think it's, if I remember correctly, alpha, beta, and gamma. Alpha is literally just, I think, helium, basically. It's when the, when the particle decays, it shoots off two, uh, two protons and two neutrons clumped together as like a giant chunk. And that's alpha. And that can like, that, hurt, that can't really hurt you that much just because it's so big, it can be blocked very easily. Okay. So it, I, I think if I remember correctly, it can't even get to the surface of your skin. That's how weak it is. Okay. So that's, that's because it's, it's big. Next, you have beta radiation, which is when an electron, a single electron gets blasted off. That's more difficult to stop. Still not as dangerous. It's, well, it's that definitely even be dangerous the, at all. Well, because do you, okay, do you know what causes why radiation causes cancer? No, I don't know like anything about the, this. Oh, really? You don't? Okay. No, I don't so, know anything about this. Basically, the reason why radiation is dangerous is because it can just it can damage your DNA. Damaged DNA can become cancerous because there are parts of your DNA designed to control cell duplication. Cell duplication gone wild is cancer. That is what cancer is. Mm. So damaged DNA, if you damage the parts of your DNA responsible for maintaining cell duplication, then it won't properly regulate it, which means it'll become cancerous. That's what, that's why it's also very difficult to treat because like it's your DNA. It's like, it is you. You are killing you. That's what cancer is. No, but listen, listen, listen. You have a lot of cells in your body, yes? Yes. Surely there's different cells that do different things, but they all have DNA, right? They all have the, yeah. The DNA in like your skin has all the instructions to be an eyeball. Or a hair or whatever, yes. Oh, okay, maybe not then. I was going to say, like, just take the DNA from some other part of your body, substitute it in for the cancer's DNA, chuck the cancer's DNA out. You keep, do you, I don't think you realize how difficult it is to take DNA in and out of it. Also, I don't, well, think I, there's don't a, do I don't think there's I don't think there's a non-destructive way to do it. Like, I know you can extract DNA from cells, but I think in the process, the cell is destroyed. Which, at that point, you can, yeah, if you can kill the cancer, then you kill the cancer. Good job. So you kill the cancer. Oh, that's actually, that's the thing about chemotherapy. The reason chemotherapy works so well as a way to kill cancer is just because chemotherapy is radiation. That's what it is. It's like well, another no, form of there, radiation. There is chemotherapy and there's also radiation therapy. I don't know if it's called, they don't call it therapy, they just call it radiation. But Ra- if I remember correctly, I'm not a medical expert, so you know, don't quote me this. Radiation therapy is like you're exposed just to radiation. Whereas chemotherapy is like a radioactive material put into your body. Hmm. Let me double. Ch- I I really want to make sure I got this right. Oh, I think I'm wrong. I, I think I you're right. I think I'm confusing chemotherapy with radiation therapy, where radiation is put into the body for radiation therapy. But yeah, the reason why but the, the reason why chemotherapy works as a form of cancer treatment is that it's good at killing cells that are in the middle of duplicating. Okay. So if a cell is in the in the process of duplicating, in the middle of it, and chemotherapy hits it, it will kill both. It'll kill like both halves. I guess you could say. And because the whole thing about cancer is that it duplicates very fast, it's unregulated duplication, it typically dies very quickly. Like that's that's why it works. That's why it works. So if you but okay, let's so so radiation or whatever, something happens, you have cancer. Okay, I don't know how you can yeah. just see you have it though, and your cells are duplicating in that kind of weird mutation or whatever. Yep. And you take radiation therapy or you do chemotherapy. I'm not sure the difference. Yeah. And it kills the cancer cells. Yes. Or, yeah. Then what about the the DNA, the normal DNA? Does that what about it? 
Is it still there or does that get killed too? You kill the cell, so everything's gone. So how does it know to duplicate the good ones now? Okay, what do you mean by now? Well, okay, here's what happens. Your body is made up of a lot of cells, right? You got a lot of cells in your body, right? Each of them is always duplicating at some point, basically. But when you have when you have cancer, yeah, they're duplicating it wrong, right? Though that one cell has bad DNA. That one cell has bad DNA. That one cell becomes two cells with bad DNA. Oh, that okay, 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 two okay. becomes four. I guess that's why there's different stages of cancer. So if you have a low stage of cancer, then you can probably get away with killing that one area, but the other areas yeah. will duplicate and you'll be fine. But if it's yeah. too far, if you're just you're in a higher stage of cancer, like stage four or something, then maybe it's just even if you do care about but there's just too many. There's not enough cells to yeah. Basically, at that, that point, it becomes what gets destroyed first: the cancer or your body. So how do you? So I guess for this, for cancer, is it's really good to detect it early. One hundred percent. That's why they constantly tell you, like, you know, do these things to test yourself. You know, they tell like, you know, uh, they ask you, they ask you to go to your doctor regularly. They ask you to like check yourself for any lumps. That's why. Because the sooner you find it, the better your odds are, substantially. But there's only different types of cancer. It's kind of difficult yeah, to even know. That's the thing. It's like, oh, I got a mole. Is this a harmless mole or is this skin cancer? It's like, yeah. Like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. You know, they say, like, oh, yeah, look for like, you know, is it smaller than the size of a, an eraser, like a pencil tip eraser? Is it symmetrical? And those kind of things like determine whether it's bad or not. But like, I don't think I could ever trust myself to make that call ever. Yeah, no. But that's also, the thing is, like, that's also why chemotherapy, I just want to go back to that real quick because I always thought it was so interesting. That's why chemotherapy causes you to lose your hair is because hair is also a part of your body that duplicates very fast. And so it gets killed in the process along the way. Does chemotherapy cause loss in, I know, I know people shave their head for chemotherapy, yeah. but does it also cause other hair too? Like yeah. Body? I, I'd assume so. It, I know. The hair on your head is the one that grows the fastest, which is also why chemotherapy kills it the fastest. But I assume all other ha- hairs in your body would also suffer the same consequences eventually. That's why like eyebrows tend to go as well. Uh, I assume, yeah, body hair. Like, all your body hair would eventually fall off if you did chemotherapy long enough for them to get caught in the process of duplication. Dude, cancer is very scary. And I'm, wondering, very scary. I'm, I'm wondering, like, is it are we more exposed to cancer in the modern day just because we have more technology and also global war- or like, climate change and that kind of stuff? Uh, I know, like, in one capacity, we are just because we live longer. Like, cancer is one of those things where you can just... Because, like, when every time your cells duplicate, there's a chance of something going wrong during the duplication process. And during that duplication process, if something goes wrong in the worst possible way, that can cause cancer, too. So really <laughs> Where's my, Where my extended warranty? They're like, exactly. your cell, when you're born, you're like, your cells are good for about 60, 70 years. After that, they might, you know, they might decay a little bit. Yeah, that's why you, your DNA, your, your human body is pretty impressive the more you learn about it. It's built in a way that after a certain number of duplications, cells just won't duplicate anymore. They know like it's too dangerous now to duplicate, and they'll stop duplicating. But that also means you're now like on a finite time, basically. When is that? Do you know like what kind of is that like? You're talking like twenties or is it, like fifties when it stops duplicating? Oh no no, it's it's super super late. Oh. And even then, like different different types of cells stop at different times because it comes down to how often does does that cell duplicate? And so every basically, uh, you've probably, you probably heard this before, but basically, you have chromosomes in your body, yes. And those, at the ends of those... 33? Huh? 23, 33? 23, 23, 23 pairs. You have 23 pairs. And... Wonder why they're in pairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, because one from the father, one from the mother. You get one from each. That's a, such a coincidence, dude. Exactly one from the no, father. No, it's exactly, not. Exactly one from the father, exactly one from the mother, dude. That would be, that's that's exactly pharma, how it works. <laughs> okay, no, I'm kidding. All right, okay, go ahead. Yeah. That's also why the, the, the father side of the... 
don't know what to call it. Like the family, the mating process is what determines the gender or the the sex of the child. Oh, because they only the only the men only males have X Y right or or is it X? yeah yeah X Y yeah yeah the basically the only the father could do, do, I guess you could say donate a Y chromosome. So if if a Y chromosome gets donated, male body, X gets donated female body. So wait, so males have X and Y. Females only yeah. have X. Yeah. So could you take the X in the male, take two of the X in the males, and create a female? Does that make sense? Or am I? I don't. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know. I'm actually trying to oh. figure this out. Okay. I don't know, because like I feel like the human body wouldn't like it if you had two identical pairs of DNA in mm. one set. Like I feel like the human body wouldn't like that for some reason in my head. But the two XX. Okay, so one of them comes from the dad. One of them comes from the mom. That's like yeah. two XX. Or like one yeah. X, one X. Yeah, I I saw I saw a study where they showed the number of births. There are more male children being born by like a mm. tiny percentage. It's super tiny difference, yeah. But there are more females. Uh, like females live longer to the end yeah. of their age, to ages. So yeah. that's why there are still more females in the world, even though there are tiny percentage more males born. Yeah. That's like, but what I'm thinking is, it's not like when you're mating or when when you when your child is born. The people that let me do a head count of how many people in the world. All right, uh, we need to have exactly fifty percent. No, it's like they just know that you have more males because it's just gonna it's just gonna happen. How did how does how does how do they know? What do you mean? Like okay, so females live longer. Yes. Yes. And, on average, I guess yeah. on average. On average. What? On average, yeah. Yeah, on average. But in this case, I'm saying it's not like your body itself knows that, or I guess it does. But I'm saying it's not it's not like it knows that the entire world's human lifespans. It's like. What what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is, shouldn't it just be fifty fifty? Choose whatever child, and then it just goes. But it's like oh, no, yeah. no, no, we'll have to give you, more, a little bit more to males, and then or you know baby boys, and then it doesn't matter because women will live longer anyways. So like, why is it having to cancel out that? I assume this is something that evolution worked out that way. Huh, Honestly, wasn't it? I want to say it makes more sense for a population to have more females than males, just because. I, just because in terms of like in terms of just purely from the perspective of breeding, just purely from the obviously like. Uh, social structures and hunter-gatherer societies, and that's like, it gets more complicated. Like, how many hunters do you want per gatherer becomes a bit difficult. But from a breeding perspective, you want more females just because one male can have kids with multiple females at one time. So we're talking polygamy here. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Where it just works out that that works, that's easier. Oh, like, it doesn't have to be polygamy. A, a female body can only carry one child, unless you've got twins, but typically can carry, only carry one child every nine months, which is a long period of time. So it makes sense for a population to skew more towards the female side. For some reason, I just thought fifty-fifty makes sense, but I guess yeah. Yeah, because like yeah, you, you you get where I'm coming from, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I, a lot of animal packs tend to have like one lead male and then multiple females, then like a secondary male, multiple females, like that way. That's how I usually turn that. I think lions work that way. Is that only for mammals, or is that for? It it's more important the fewer kids you can have per pregnancy. Yeah, because I was like, what about turtles? Like, I'm sure they're not like... They're just, yeah, like, turtles could like... You can, you, you can lay a thousand eggs or whatever and they be done. Yeah, well, they don't even care. They're like, do whatever you want, kids. Like, <laughs> do you see that meme where they're like... The little the little baby turtles trying to get to, to get back on the ocean. They're like... <laughs> getting eaten left and right. We're like, I gotta make it. Yeah, gotta make yeah it. dude. It's nature's wild. Wait, no, sorry. So, you were saying something about the chromosomes. Was I? I've already lost track of where no, we came wait, from please. where we went. Was, you, said, you, said, you said there are chromosomes. Oh, right, right, right. I remember now. Yes, yes, yes. At the ends of your chromo- chromosomes are basically useless DNA. They're called telomeres. They're like caps. That's the go-to analogy. The caps on your on your chromosome. Caps like like capacitors. Caps, as in like lids. Oh, okay. Why do you think capacitors? Really? 
I thought you were being sarcastic. I thought you were being facetious. You seriously no, think no, that? No, I'm 100 because we always call it calves. We always call it calves. I guess that's calves. true. Yeah, they're, they're like lids on your chromosomes. Basically, every time your cells duplicate, just by the process of it, the ends don't always get duplicated. They get cut off a bit, just a little bit. Okay. And so you have useless DNA on the ends, whose sole purpose is that every time your cells duplicate, the ends, those a bit of the cap comes off, a little bit, a little bit, okay. every time. But once you get to the point where the caps are no longer there, like now it's useful DNA. Your body can just tell, like, okay, we can't duplicate anymore. Because if you duplicate, we're going to cut off useful DNA. Mm. And then so it stops. So the DNA is in the chromosome. Yeah, well, chromosomes are just wound up DNA. That's what a chromosome is. Oh, okay, okay. So then it seems like, okay, I don't know why we were stressing so much. It seems like the de-aging process or the mortality serum is literally just pump someone full of chromosomes. Oh, their own chromosomes. <laughs> you can't just pump a person full of chromosomes. Listen, dude, you take the chromosome when they're a baby. You take them out. You duplicate them somehow. I don't know, magic, science. And then you wait till they're older and the chromosomes are dying. Then you, you do a full detox of their body. And then you just dump these chromosomes in and then boom. Another 20,000 years. I mean, 100, 100 years. So you think like take out the chromosomes and replace them with new ones? Yeah, I'm right? sure there's I'm sure there's some other system in place that would get messed up if you did that. I'm sure. Okay, maybe you don't take them out. You leave them in there. You put in the new good ones. And then the old ones that stay there, you do like a detox or something. And then they kind of just fizzle out or something. I don't know. Dude, this time you we... actually do, you do cancer, but it helps you because it... No, that doesn't make sense. You do radiation. Radiation helps you because it kills the old ones. But think about what you just said. You're going to put in new new chromosomes yeah. and then expose them to cancer? No. It, wait, well, I... it would destroy the new ones and the old ones at the same time. You have you to... Can't do... You can't destroy the DNA before you put the new DNA in. That happened to one person, by the way. One person in the history of humanity was exposed oh, really? to so much radiation. It destroyed all of the DNA in all of his cells. His body fell apart piece by piece. And he, they, they kept him on life support for like a very long time. It's one of those horrifying things I've ever learned about. Well, how did he live if, if it was, if it was, if his, if his Basically, cells didn't his, work? His, 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 cell, his cells could work. DNA is only required, I guess, yeah, they didn't work basically. You're right. But different cells do different jobs. So some of the cells would fail at their job sooner than others. And so his body was just basically rot. Every cell that died or disappeared was never replaced. And so it was how slowly chipped away. keep that person alive then? Life support technology. I know, but you can't say life support technology. <laughs> what is that, that going like, to do if like, your cells are dying? Like their skin goes first, but you can keep their heart pumping and blood and oxygen going oh, through their body. okay, okay, okay. It's the most horrifying thing I've ever learned about. I wish I'd never learned it. And now I've just exposed it to who knows how many people. I guess I guess the theory is here, you would have to put in the new chromosomes too, like some of them. Then you do the radiation. Cell maybe. by cell, by the way. You got like Shit. millions of cells for body? Dude, don't worry about it. We're in the future here. And then you do radiation specifically targeting the old ones. The somehow. old ones. And then even if the new ones go away, it's okay because you have some more left over. When those are gone, you put some new ones in. Boom. You got another 100 years, right? I mean, at this point, it seems like it'd be easier to just make a clone of yourself. That doesn't have a brain, and just scoop out your brain and put it in the new body. No, because you, because what about your soul, man? Tom's you're, okay, gonna, sure. you're losing it. You're gonna lose. I know. It. I'll just convince people that like the soul is stored in the brain. It's fine. Also, there's no way, there's no way to prove that if you put your brain into another body, that you will just be, you'll just, you'll just become that person. Like right? I mean, you would. Your brain no, is no, who no, you are. No, the you your brain you is you. You can't say that until it happens. Malik. That's just, the brain that's just is pure. You. That's pure speculation. Pure theory. Pure. Hypothesis. I am curious to know, like, you're right, like, there's no way, because, like, I know, like, some things about your body are controlled by your body, not your brain. Like, the foods you like is, con- is often controlled by the bacteria in your stomach, which darn is weird to think about. Bacteria. Darn that bacteria, bro. And it's, it's the it's vegetarian like bacteria? It's a self-feedback loop, too. Like, the more, like, for example, the go-to example is, there are some bacteria that prefer oily foods. This is an oversimplification, but, you know, okay. like, the, the bacteria that prefers oily food, you eat oily food, which is bad for you, in, you know, in large amounts. 
which then feeds the bacteria that likes oily food, which then makes you crave more oily food. Which then, like, it becomes like the self-feedback loop. Not, you see, you're not your brain. You're your bacteria. <laughs> you're, you're the bacteria that doesn't share your DNA. I, I don't know what it is then. I guess, I guess obviously, your body's made out of a bunch of stuff. So you yeah. can't take your brain and dump it into another body and be like, oh. But I'm saying if, 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 if it's a clone of your body, it should be, it should be all good, right? That's not how that works, dude. No way. If it's a clone of your body. And like, in my opinion, my memories are more important than the foods I like. Because like tomorrow I could wake up and be craving a food I didn't crave before. And I wouldn't consider myself a new person. But if I lost the memories of who I was and where they were replaced with different memories, I would say like, I've, I'm a different person now. But your memories are not the only thing that makes you, dude. I mean, it's important for sure, but it's not the only thing. But like all, like all the other things that I th- I can think of are controlled by the brain. Like your personality and your stuff. That's not, that's all in the brain. That's not, but it's not just your memories. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm memory, saying but like, the, the stuff that's in the brain is what I consider the most important stuff that makes me me. Dude, as I, I I swear I heard that there's a brain in the heart too. Like I swear I heard that. Is that not? That's I mean, you, from, from like what? Like a crazy person on the street? Maybe. No, no, no. I guess I'll have to research this to see if that's even true. But there's like a little compartment or something. Or like the heart does has some brain cells in the sense that it thinks or something. Not just See, not like that's what scares me most about like other diseases like dementia and Alzheimer's because that's like that's you that's like what could you, what could you do against that what could you do against that because like when we're talking about cancer like how to avoid cancer and like old yeah. age but like plenty of other things can kill you like what sure. if your brain itself fails like remember that we talked about uh what was his name shoot what was the actor's name Frank Muniz no it's the one who played uh, in Die Hard Bruce Willis oh Bruce Willis yeah. Bruce Willis he had the uh, I already forgot what it was called. But it's the one where like his brain just can't process language anymore. Like he just the pr- oh, language yeah. processing part of his brain just no longer functions. So he won't be able to speak, read, listen. Like none of that. All that's gone, because your brain controls everything. Your everything you experience is ultimately your brain. Wait, that one doesn't seem that bad. You just take someone else's language processor. Yeah. Now I'm thinking. Now yeah, you right. can you can learn any language in an instant. Then right, find somebody who speaks the language. Uh, kill them. Uh, take the part of their brain. You don't have to kill them. Just, you clone their brain, and then you just take that part. Also, what happens if you clone brain? Okay, we're getting too far. But you see what I'm <laughs> going with, right? I don't think you can just... What if you clone your whole body and your brain, and you put yeah. that into another person? Now, now who is the real you? Well, technically, why, are you you're both to, why are you putting it into the person? No, no. You clone your body and everything in your body. I mean, forget forget the other person. Just like, yeah, if, what if I made a clone of myself that had all of my memories up to that moment? Who exactly. is the real yeah. me? There you go. That's another sense. Yeah. Who's I just the say that's, that's, that's another me. I just say that's another me now. No, but who is the real you? Because you were born uh, by you, for example, you were born biologically. Okay, right? have you watched Invincible? Uh, no. Or read the comic? I, I assume it's the same in the comics, but I haven't watched the show. There's a scene that I really, really like. Basically, there's a character, a villain, who constantly clones himself, so he can he has he always has one clone with him. Okay. Always, and they always argue over who is the original, who is the who is the clone, there you and go. then eventually, spoiler alert, I guess not really that important. One of the one of them dies. Okay. And the other goes into a lab, creates a clone of themselves. Puts himself into a pod, with, like next to the clone, yeah. and then like he hooks it up so that the, basically they show like the way the memories are transferred is like through this machine. Sure. And he hooks himself up in a way that when they wake up, both of them have the exact same memory of going into the bed, and waking up. So literally neither of them know for sure whether which one is the clone. And I always find that such such an interesting concept. It's interesting, but it's stupid because there's still so who is still the real you, right? Because because does it cl- matter? No, no. Okay, of course not. But the thing is, well, it does if you have a soul, right? But if you have a clone, right, yeah. and that clone has the same memories, like oh, I was born from this, and I was, but only one of you is biologically. Born. I mean, in the sense that you're you're born from like like I a don't know. Yeah, like I don't I mean, I don't even know how clone. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like, like I'm imagining like sci-fi Macbeth, 
Where it's like, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's like one of you, you will be killed by one not born of a woman. It's like I was a clone, I was a test tube baby. Here we Dude, go. We need to make that a Terminator Macbeth or something, just like you're in the future <laughs> right now. That's the prophecy. So, Molly, when you stare at your phone, what do you see? Yeah, <laughs> uh, goddamn it. I see a black mirror, Hamza. <laughs> oh, roll credits. Okay, I, I don't know. It's been so long. I watched Bandersnatch so like a long time ago. The you watched Bandersnatch when it came out. Yeah, yeah. That's how long it's been. And I was like, I, t- I kept telling you to watch it. And I, I don't know why. I assumed you just watched it. Because you watched Black yeah. Mirror. I watched Black Mirror up until season three. Whichever was the first Netflix season was the last season I watched. You didn't watch the Miley Cyrus episode? No. That was a good episode. It was a Disney movie. If you want to watch it. <laughs> That's the thing. Every time you think it's, it's a Disney movie. It's not actually an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, the Black Mirror episodes, you know, they're kind of hit or miss. Some of them are good. Here's, here's are why I stopped watching Black Mirror. Black Mirror was a show where I really liked the concepts. Like, the ideas they had. Yeah. But the way they tell the stories, and like I know it's by design, it just always bummed me out. I'd always just hate yeah, humanity the yeah, by the end the of point. it. That's the point. Yeah, that's kind of the point. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I have plenty of things to make me depressed in life already, right? I don't need to add fictional well, depression to show, it. It's just a show, man. It's just a show, bro. I don't know. I don't know how you get that. I don't know how you get that. When I watch it, when I watch it, I watch it for the the idea, like you said, the premise, right? I'm yeah. interested. Okay, what happens if your subconscious can be put in a little chip or whatever? But the whole things that they say is is like it's it's so far fetched. I feel like it's impossible. Like it'll never happen. Or it's it's or it's so the the way the story is told is not very interesting. No, no offense, but it's just not that interesting. But I see, yeah, I can see why. Bandersnatch was the first movie sh- game whatever that I watched played, which is like you know one of those choose your own adventure kind of things. Choose your own adventure type shows. Yep, and I always thought it was mind blowing to me how you thought this was a revolutionary idea. When Telltale has existed for like decades and the books have existed well, for decades. You always say this. I, you always misunderstand. And I know I'm going to repeat it again. And a couple years later, you're going to say the same thing again. And we're going to have to repeat it again. Yeah. But don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. That's why That's why we love you. But this is the thing. <laughs> it's the first movie that I've ever watched on Netflix, especially, uh-huh. that is like this. I've never watched any other so movie on Netflix. So it's special to you because it's on Netflix. That's what makes it unique. Not, just, not just Netflix. Not just Netflix. But I have not, I have not played or watched any other media... That has this. So you ever. haven't played a Telltale game. That's what you're saying. I have not played a Telltale game. Also, here's another difference. is Telltale game has game in the title. If it's a game, it's not a movie. Which means, I don't care. You have I mechanics. Hate. You can have buttons. You can have a UI. You can have whatever. If you're watching a movie and the movie says, Hey, by the way, you can choose what you, what the actors do next. Oh, that's not a game. It's a movie. They're, they're marketing it as a movie. If they market it as a game, I would agree with you. But they market it as a movie. There's a difference. Okay. All right. There, there really don't worry. Don't on. worry. We'll talk about this again in a few years. I I have no I have no doubt. But you watched it now, finally. I did. I watched it very recently. You didn't badger me enough because you want to talk about it. Because I guess you had some things you want to talk about, and you couldn't talk about them if I hadn't watched it. I told so you I not to watch it. it with your dad. But did you watch it with your dad? I didn't watch it with my dad. Uh, Only because my dad just didn't care. Like he like, uh, he saw the trailer and was like, "This is interest me." He didn't care about the Tuesday Adventure thing. So what? I was like, All right. "Why? That was interesting." Because because I've showed him Telltale games before. He's play- I, I gave him a Telltale game once. He's like, this is boring. And it's it. he pl- where does he play it on? Uh, I The one I gave it to him, the one I gave, this is like years ago, by the way. This is back when Telltale first released episode one of the Walking Dead game. Okay. I gave it to him on an iPad. So it's an app? What is this? It's a game. It's Telltale. So it's, it's an app then? Yeah, sure. It's an app, yeah. Okay, well, th- so there you go. Of course, that's not the same then. This is a movie. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference. Alright, sure. My dad didn't like it because the reason he didn't like Walking Dead game was like it just seems like the game's gonna ask you who do you want to save and who do you want to let die, which is to be fair, a pretty accurate representation of that, especially episode one. 
And he just didn't care for that. He's like, I don't want that. I, I, I want a, he wanted a more tightly controlled story because he thinks it would be a more interesting story. Mm. Bandersnatch is like that, though. It's not, it's not totally like that. Here's the thing about... Okay, so as someone who's played some Telltale games, I can tell you, the thing I like most about Bandersnatch is that it is very different. The paths actually control... Like, the decisions you make control the story a lot. Yeah. Telltale games, often you end up with a situation where... Especially because the Telltale games are episodic. So they release episode 1, then episode 2 and 3, and like over the span of months. By the way, rest in peace Telltale games, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in there. But they died? Yeah, the company went under. Like, three, four years ago? Three, four years ago, man. What are you talking about? It's over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they can still rest in peace. Anyways. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's like, oh, man, it's been four years. You can now rest in torment, I guess. No, all I mean is like it's cuts a com- game coming. No one really cares. I know, I know, I know. It's, not, it's just that I'd mentioned that the company no longer exists. Yeah, probably because like this format didn't work that well. Probably because they're not Netflix. I mean, wait a couple months. You know, you never know, man. The, the password sharing stuff. Anyways, no, I heard that. I heard that was removed. That's not even a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, basically, quick just to quick aside, they said they released the plan for the password, the new password sharing program thing, and then it was revealed. I guess they, they it went over so poorly. Like that was a mistake. That was not supposed to be uh, on the American website. Apparently, it does apply to Latin America and like some other countries, but it wasn't supposed to be released for the U.S. I admit that's the, what they said. The 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 problem they're trying to solve makes sense, but yeah. the the so I feel there's no real good solution. There's no real good solution. It's impossible. This by the nature of the internet, I feel like it's impossible. Anyways, back to the Telltale games. Telltale games. The biggest problem is because they're episodic, and because they have to contain the story to like a reasonable budget and like how much time they can spend on making it. A lot of the times, the decisions don't matter. Yeah, you'll you'll say that. something, and then like a character will inter- interrupt you or will say, "Well, you, I know you said this, but we have to do this now because some other thing came up." That's so like, stupid. Like, then why even give me the choice? Like, why let me say these things? But then like, oh, but a character will remember you said that. You know, they'll still they'll remember that you chose to side with so and so, even if in the end we had to go with the other guy. But they'll remember that, and which I guess will somehow matter. But, but you know, you know what's you know what's even worse? Like that's worse, but that's bad. But it's like it's like. You choose an option, but it doesn't mean anything. Like it's gonna at the end, both options will lead to the same thing. Yeah. Like I, in my opinion, if there's two choices, you need to have two separate stories. The story go two separate ways. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. And if you that compounds, or I guess it's been I don't know. Every single time you have more choices, it needs to. Which go is why it becomes stories. it explodes out of proportion of like what you can and can't make. Exactly. If you just have four options, that's four different stories already. Four different stories, every single decision along the way, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, second decision, now there's 16 options. Next decision, with that 64, like, it just explodes so fast. Yeah. But that's that's why... But the thing I like about Telltale Games, because not every decision has to matter. Sometimes you're just having a conversation. And, like, the conversation doesn't really matter, but you can still get insight on the characters, and it can it works as world-building, I guess you could say, more so than decision-making. So, that that's kind of an excuse there. <laughs> what kind of cereal do you pick? <laughs> <laughs> What's it? I pick Frosted Flakes every time. I don't remember what I picked either. Also, when, I, when I, was, I was like, I don't care. They asked the music, I really didn't care either. Because I don't know any of them. I don't know any of them. So I was like, whatever. Mm. I'm not sure if those choices matter. Probably. They do. don't. Oh, well, they don't? Okay. The, the first one definitely doesn't matter. The second one, the music one, does matter. Because if you choose to do nothing, he actually does something different. Oh. The game, and like, apparently, like, they added this later on after release. And it it, it, it makes a bunch of, like, noises. And if you de- decode the noises, it gives you a QR code on a website. And if you go to that QR code, it's like a, da, da, da. it's this whole thing. That's yeah, so like, well good. It's just, it's just like an Easter egg for like, oh, you can go see the Tucker Soft website as if it were a real website mm-hmm. and play Nosedive for a bit. It's like that's, a Flash game. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. It's cool, but okay, like, it doesn't matter in the story. It's going to be spoilers, but it's kind of an old movie. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. It doesn't matter that much. I mean, it's a choose your own adventure, so you're going to have a true. different movie experience. 
Okay, did you look up all the other endings, by the way? Did you, like, go to see what the other endings yeah, were? Yeah, I looked at them up. Yeah, but, remember, I watched it a long time ago, so I don't remember much, okay? Yeah, how many... Do you remember how, how many... Like, when you watched it, how many endings did you did you end up going through? Because, like, at points, the the, the movie, whatever you want to call it, interactive yeah. experience, will rewind and take you back to a decision so yeah, you, can, yeah. you can explore a different path. So, like, how many endings do you think you saw in the end? Dude, I did, I did so many. I'm pretty sure I saw them all... All the endings, except for maybe the special ending or whatever that one ending was that no one mm-hmm. found. Oh, I swear I found it the first time I played through, but now I'm thinking it's just a Fever Demon. I just watched a like, YouTube video on that or something. But I see, I see. But okay, I like, was, Do you remember your first path? Can we just talk about the first path? Okay. The first path, obviously, when they ask to accept or reject, I accept. And then it yeah, goes... Yeah, that's, that's an obvious one, right? That's like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the movie basically goes, man, you, you chose terribly. Go back and do it again. Oh, yeah. And then, But then when you go back and do it again... It actually affects the previous path. That's the thing. I thought this. I thought this was going to be more elaborate than it was in the end. Unfortunately, where I thought like, here's the. It don't get me wrong. It's very elaborate, right? But because of the first decision you make in the like the first real decision you make, causes you to go back in time to remake the decision, but the timeline plays out differently because your character remembers the first timeline. Yeah. I thought like if I were to open up like if I was to go to Netflix and click play from beginning. That the path would be different than if I didn't like every. I thought every rewind was a new path, separate from if I had made the decision before the rewind. Is it not? It's not. Most of them aren't. Oh damn! I thought that too. What the heck? Yeah, no, no. Most of them aren't. Some of them are, but not all of them. And I thought all of them were going to be. So but, it's like, I, but okay, I remember that decision, right? Because I'm pretty sure if you if you keep playing, keep doing accept or whatever, then that dude will remember. I forgot his name already. That really famous actor. He remembers that you came here again and again or something. Yeah, that the one character seems to. One character seems to know that this is Yeah, he somehow knows. Yeah. It's the one who I just know as the guy from the... uh, uh, Where where is he from? Damn it. I I know what you're talking about. The white-haired. Yeah, he's he's really famous. He's a really famous actor. He's a pretty famous actor. He's from... Isn't uh, isn't he the guy from the meme too? Like the... You guys are getting paid? Isn't that him? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah. That's the guy. What's his name, dude? Tell me his name. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. (sighs) It's Will Poulter. Yeah, Will Poulter. That's it. Which is funny, because he was, he was in another video game. I forget the name now, but it's another choose-your-own-adventure kind of game. He was in another one of those. It was made by, I think, Supermassive Games, oh, who made okay. Until Dawn and stuff. I thought that was very interesting that he's in not one, but two choose-your-own-adventure kind of things. Okay, so you chose that. What else? What, what, what were the next paths? Uh, I'm trying to remember so much. Like, okay, you, you decline. Basically, when I, the first couple loops through, I made decisions as if I was the actual person. Yeah, okay. So, like, I accept the guy's offer because, like, this is the whole reason I'm here. Yep. Uh, when I go to the psychiatrist and she prescribes medication, I take the medication every time. Yep. Right? So, you end up with, like, a terrible game at the end because, like, apparently you're on autopilot and you gotta be crazy to be an auteur. Anyways. Uh, then I, yeah, I go to the, I then, eventually I reach the point where, like, okay, I guess this, this won't be an interesting thing if I just do, like, the, the right decisions. Okay. So, then, like, I just go along with, like, the guy. I do a bunch of drugs. I, I make him kill himself because I'm not going to kill myself. Oh, dang, you, you made him uh, kill himself. He has a child, dude, and he has a girlfriend. What the heck? The man said either you jump or I jump. Like, listen, you, 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 <laughs> you're creating the scenario. You can take the, the fall. Jeez, all right, okay. What happens next? Uh, I think I basically... Then I, then I went down the whole, like, going to his room at night to see what's in the vault. Here's one thing I didn't like. I wanted this to be a, a kind of thing where, one, I wanted it to be where you control the character and other story. That's the thing. Yeah, I want to... Well, okay. For for me, when I first when I first played, it, it was kind of novel. So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." But honestly, it was also wasn't novel because it's breaking the fourth wall or the fifth wall, whatever you want to call it. It's very common nowadays. 
I feel like it, it used to be it used to be very amazing. Like, oh, what? Being self aware is the thing now. Yes. Yeah, it's so popular. So I was like, when when the, when Netflix, I was like, dude, really Netflix? Like, you gotta do this. Like, there's one option. I'm not sure if you remember. Like, they were like, you choose the Netflix option. Yeah, you explain to him that you are watching him on a show on Netflix, and then try to explain to him what Netflix is. Yeah, and then also the scene when he, I think he's a psychiatrist or two or something too, and he's like beating. It's like, are you not entertained? Or is this entertaining enough for you? And I'm like. Yeah, if you're watching this on a TV screen, wouldn't you want to do something more entertaining, like some action? And then the options are like, yes, and like, yes. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, I get it, but it's like... Mm. The thing, I, I don't want to control the story. I want to control the characters in a story. Yeah. That seems more interesting to me. So when it asks, like, when I become a part of the story, it takes me out of the story somehow in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, it does. My, my And even that was... I was willing to accept that. Like, okay, like, now the character is talking to me, the viewer, and I'm interacting with the character. Okay, fine. This This is the way it's going. But what I didn't like was when reality itself would change based off my decisions. Yeah. So the go-to example is at one point you can go to a safe. And you can type in a code to open the safe. Depending on the code you type, the contents of the safe will be different. Yep. And I don't like that. I want it to be like, whatever's in that safe is in that safe. No matter what the character chooses to do, contents will always be the same. But no, no, no. It actually does change. Yeah, it's like, I, I didn't like that. I hate that so much. I hate that so much in movies because they show a movie, they're like, oh, he's the murderer. And they show a scene where he's literally killing the person, right? And later on, they're like, oh, no, actually, the was someone else. And they show, the, they show the scene where the other person's killing. I'm like, what's the point of showing the first? Like, they have to film the first guy killing that person just to fool us? Like, what the what is the point of that? They don't yeah, even say, so, like, oh, it's a hypothesis or whatever. They, it, just, it just feels wrong. That's why I actually, like, prefer Telltale games, even though I feel like, or even, like, uh, super massive games stuff, where at the end of, at the end of the day, you're controlling the characters. And it's up to you whether you want to, like, pretend like you are the character, as in, like, role play, and make decisions based off what the character's personality is. Or if you want to be like, I'm in this game. What would yeah. I do? That's like, that's up to you. So what, right? what, was, what, was at least then, what was the ending? What ending did you get? What was your game uh, rating? I, I didn't get all of the endings. The only ending I didn't get was like... The, no, I guess, no, no. I don't want to hear that. What was the first ending? First ending I got? What did it? I accepted. And they got like a 2.5. Then I took the medication. I got a 0 out of 5. Then I wait, got wait, another no. 2. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. So the, the ending that you got, you published yeah. the game. He publishes the game every time. Almost every time. There's one exception. And what about the dad? Yeah, okay. So I got one ending with involving the dad being important to the story in the end. Not which the was one. like, no, no, I didn't kill the dad. Like, I didn't kill the dad until I started trying to kill the dad. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Just wondering. Just wondering. Okay, cause, wait, okay. Let's explain the story, by the way. Basically, it's like there's a kid. He... Oh, my God. We haven't explained anything. I, I yeah, I do, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Basically, there's a kid. He writes a game for this company called Tuckersoft. He goes in there. They're offering him. We'll buy the game for you. You need to, like, you know, we'll help you develop. He's like, no, I need to do it myself. Whatever. He wants to work on the game himself. There's different paths. I'm just gonna. This is a basic general story. He goes back, but stuff happens. He has really bad episodes because he has like depression or not depression. What is the word? He has like a trauma, I guess, from the past. He has trauma from the fact that his he blames himself for his mother's death yeah, because exactly. as a kid he just basically long story short he refused to go with her on yep. a trip, and she he, she took so long that she missed her train, ended up on a different train, which then derailed and died and. So he has this kind of trauma, and then he meets that guy. He's like mentor, like also really likes him too. He's like a really legendary figure, and yeah. he kind of leads him on a, kind of a wrong path kind of deal. And stuff happens, and then at the end, either you, either he either he puts the game out or he kills his dad and he goes to jail. Whatever. Those are the two really big. The game still comes out though in the end, right? The game always comes out in the end. Yeah, it comes. Actually, when when he kills his dad, the game has like five out of five stars. It's like really high, right? Yeah, that's considered like the the best ending. Is yeah. the one where he kills his dad. Buries his body. The cuts Black him Mirror ending. Yeah, the Black Mirror ending. Yeah. Honestly, I thought the best ending was like, oh, this is it. It's going to roll the credits. It's going to be the actual ending ending. Mm. Was the one where he seemingly travels back in time 
to when he's a kid and then joins his mother on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he knows like it's the train where he's going to they're going to they're going to be going to die. He joins him. It shows him on the train with his mother. It shows like almost like a a melancholic moment cuz like he's finally with his mother again. Yeah. But he knows like he in theory he knows he's going to die soon. Yep. And then it cuts to black. I'm like, "Okay, this is it. Credits roll." It's like, "Now go back and make a different decision." I'm like, "You ruined it. You ruined it." That's like <laughs> this is such a poignant ending. Because I, some I, endings some endings do trigger the credit roll. And some don't. And I thought this would be a perfect ending that would trigger a credit roll. Well, did you find a special ending? Like with the right code and whatnot? Did you find the code no. to the mysteries and what? Yeah, that's, no, that no, was no. a lot of nonsense, dude. I just searched that up after him. Just see what the endings were. But what was your favorite ending? Uh, like I said, the one where like he tra- travels back in time and goes with his mother on the train. You know, that's the ending where he killed his dad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the body. And then he killed, oh, dude, dude, he killed his me, dad I, and he killed the other dude. Like, killed the other dude. The, the the Will Poulter character, like, the, oh oh yeah yeah, he killed he kills the game dev guy and then he kills his dad and then he kills everyone. He goes to jail, but it's like ten out of ten stars. Great game. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I actually never got that ending with it, the five out of five. What? In my ending, I kill I killed the dad, and then I threaten to kill the psychiatrist, and then I get arrested. Oh okay. Right. I don't do the thing where like, because like, depending on when you kill him, he does something different. I didn't yeah, do the yeah, one yeah. where I got the option, but I backed off. It was like, kill dad, back off. I'm like, I'm going to back off. I'm not going to. Because this, this was still when I was in the mode of like, what would I do in this situation? So what happened when you back off? Do you remember? Yeah, you back off. And then uh, you go to the vault later in the night. And then you... Uh, what does happen to you in the end? I think this is I think this is the psychiatry path. Where like, ultimately doesn't you get you make a terrible game because you you take your meds and you, you're a normal human being. I don't like that, dude. I also like that trope. It's like, oh, you have to be crazy and insane to make an amazing game. Bro, please. There are plenty of sane people that make amazing games, okay? Trust me. You have to be a tortured artist. You have to, to be a tortured art. artist. You have to kill your dad just to make an amazing game. Like, what are you talking about, dude? What are you telling me? I'm not going to lie. I, I found it kind of morbidly funny when, like, you see the news <laughs> article and it's like, the game developer cuts dad into eight bits. It's like, oh, haha, very funny. Oh, like, I, and I, that did get, like, a little bit of a smirk. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you, you, you saw the joke and you took it. Dude, I can just see a movie play, like, watching this movie. Playing the game, his dad's in the back. He's like, "Oh, what's Molly doing?" He watches the scene. He watches the scene where where Molly kills his dad, his own dad, like in in, in the movie. And then Molly's just laughing. He's like, "Ah, <laughs> it's so funny because they made that one joke." Like, <laughs> like what? His dad's like, "Uh, everything's okay. Everything okay." But yeah. Uh, overall, I did enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. I'll be honest. <laughs> Dude, okay, listen. The first time I watched it, I enjoyed it. I think the problem with Choose Your Own Adventure is there's too many options. And, uh, like, it's good to have, but it's also kind of bad to have because you want to see all the endings. But you're not going to be satisfied if you just see one ending or, or, you know, two endings. You want to see all of them, but then it's kind of like, what's the point if you can choose your own ending? What's the real story here, you know, kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story itself was not good. Like, the story itself, the plot, mm-hmm. the general plot. I don't care that much about the key. I feel the same way. That. Yeah, the it's not that interesting. It's not, a, it's not really Black Mirror-ish in that sense, you know, just the... But what I did think is the acting of the characters were pretty good. And the the way... They, do you see the way they did it? Like, the, when they had the choices and they waited for a second? Yeah, that was actually very clever. I don't know how they did it, that. I felt like it was just too good. It was pretty natural. I, I, I think the reason why is because the, if you make... No matter how quickly you make the decision, the timing is still the same. Yeah. So, basically, like, that that's why it's easier to do. So, like, if when that when the dad asks you, which cereal do you want? If you hesitate and I go, oh, should I go that one? Should I go that one? And you, you click one, like, the last second. And it'll cut to like you know the path, but if you click on the, like if you knew instantly, oh I want frosted flakes, no doubt, right? It'll, the timer will still go all the way down to zero, 
and then continue. So none of the timing gets messed up by your decision making. So did you try to get a specific ending ever, or were you just like? No, no, I didn't aim for any specific endings. I was just like, what would I do in the situation? And apparently, what I would do being a sane human being results in a terrible game. And that's why like, I was being like, oh, okay, yeah, it's Black Mirror. I should have known. That's kind of what they're going for, and it's disappointing in that sense. But yeah, no, that's true. I feel like the entire time we never actually mentioned the author. Does the author matter in this story? Like The author of Bandersnatch or the author of the show? The author of Bandersnatch. As in the author of the Bandersnatch the book in the, in the yeah, movie? Yeah, the book in the movie, yeah. Oh. I think that he was relevant, right? He has some kind of like some kind of Easter egg or something in there, right? I feel like it's just a way to justify him going crazy. Oh, it's like one of those things like self-fulfilling. Like, oh, it's some chess player in history went crazy. So now, I mean, chess players going to go crazy. That kind yeah, of it's easy like, oh, there's something about Bandersnatch is cursed. So the author who yeah. wrote the story went insane. And killed his wife. And now the main character who's trying to make a video game adaptation goes crazy and goes insane. And then like the secret ending, which is, I guess, spoilers. Uh, the game developer, his his role model game developer's daughter, who you meet as a baby, is like making some kind of thing involving oh, Bandersnatch. Right. Yeah. And then she, and it seems to imply that she's not going crazy too. It's like, I guess this is like the thing. It's like something about Bandersnatch could drives you insane. They're telling her, oh, you can't work on this. The game is cursed. And she's like, eh. Whatever. I'll, I'll and then like, on the TV, the symbol appears or something to show like it's the same symbol that shows up whenever the characters go crazy. It's like, okay. Do you remember that that choice where you have to drop coffee or something on a computer? Like, destroy yeah, a computer? Drop, destroy computer or like bang desk. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did, which one did you choose that one? Uh, when I was given the choice, I chose to bang the desk. Okay. Right? And like he bangs the desk and he gets angry. And then the other... There are two times that, it, that prompt comes up twice to destroy the computer... Basically, the first time is just dump coffee on computer or slam desk. I chose slam desk. The second time, it says, like, pour coffee on computer or destroy computer. Destroy computer. And yeah. I was like, okay, in, in this situation, I, I I would never reach this point. You know, once again, I, this is still, like, I, I spent a lot of time trying to be like, what would I do? Yeah. So, I, you know, that's why I chose bang desk over destroy computer. But then eventually, I was like, okay, dump coffee, I guess, because, like, maybe you won't destroy the computer. Yep. Right. But then this is the point of the story where the main character realizes he's being controlled. And so he fights the order. Exactly. It doesn't... I, I mean, that was interesting. But again, like, the fourth wall thing is so overplayed. I was kind of like, oh, you can figure it. I wasn't like, oh, my God, what is going on? I'm Like, like Bandersnatch, the people that made Bandersnatch looking at the audience like, yeah, we got him now. But I'm like, wow. <laughs> next next option. <laughs> and I thought, you know, when they, when, they, when they showed the dad and his relationship, it didn't seem that close, right? But then it seemed like the dad really cared for the kids. I was like, where is this coming from where they don't yeah. seem that close? They, they make the dad seem like, it seems like there's a lot of distance between them. And the movie tries to make it play as if, like, the dad's, like, this terrible father. Yeah. And, like, I get, I get why, because, like, I can see why now that we, when you see the flashback, it's like, oh, the reason the kid didn't go on the train was because he's looking for his toy. And the father took the toy in the middle of the night because he didn't want him playing with it because he felt like it was too sissy. Yeah. That's, like, the word they use. And then, so he, he resents his father because of that. He basically blames his father for his mother's death and also himself at the same time, like, both. So I can see that. But, like, the father's, like, actually, like, a normal person. And, like, they show that he keeps locking the basement or whatever, or his, his office. He keeps locking yeah, it as if, why? like, something super shady is going on there. But, like, in the end of the story, it seems like nothing shady is going on at all. But there was there was another ending where he's, like, an FBI agent or whatever, and the kid is, like, a clone, or is that, like, a dream or something? I don't know. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I saw. Yeah, I got that one. That, dude? I was like, what's going on here, dude? They, well, like, yeah, what, what is out, the movie trying to do? Yeah, like, the, the entire thing is, like, even his the trauma of his dead mother is all on yeah, a it's stage. It's all fake. And I was like, dude, it's all... what's going on, man? Like, this, I, I don't, I hate that when they do that for, like, government. Like, you know, like, the, oh, yeah, exactly. Like, Divergent, dude, come on, bro. They ruin everything. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of other things ruin Divergent before that <laughs> fight, but... Oh, damn, shots fired, bro, what the heck? 
Uh, do you do you read or watch that version? I watched the first movie and I hate every second of it. Pretty. I much. never watched it. I can't watch it, dude. No way. You can't, no oh, way, you no read way. it? That's how you read. <laughs> I read it. I read the first one, and I told you I couldn't get. I read the second one twice, and I couldn't get through the second one. Wow, it's crazy. I need to just get the second one. Go to the third one. There's just too much love and like too much romantic story, which is okay. I don't mind that. Like I read Twilight, but this is just too much, man. I swear to God, every single every half second, she's just always thinking about it. I'm like, dude, bro, I get it. You love each other. Can we just move on? What's the next few pages? Same thing. What the heck? Okay, but anyways, only have you actually played a not played? Sorry, did you actually did you read a choose your own adventure book like in the back when you were a kid? Maybe I can vaguely recall doing one once. I couldn't tell you what book it was or what the story was, but I've definitely like done the thing where like I opened the book and I was like, oh, go to this page. I died. Okay, go back. I'm gonna go back real quick. Yeah. All right. Like just doing that a couple times as a kid. I distinctly remember a. I think it was Goosebumps, version of a choose your own adventure. Oh, I I do know mine was Goosebumps as well. Yes. Okay, what the heck? Same childhood. Yeah, and it was. I, I thought it was amazing. Like, it was pretty good. It wasn't oh, I hated it as a kid. What? <laughs> I thought it was just like, oh, uh, I, the gimmick wore off very quickly as a kid. Which is surprising because like, I was an idiot kid. So a lot of things amused me very easily. I feel like Choose Your Own Adventure books are better than Choose Your Own Adventure games. Because? For one reason, books, it's easy to flip back and forth, right? You don't have to wait to watch something. And I see. And, and uh, for another, like, the movies are. I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like. You can do so many different things. You can have so many different paths, but a book you can only have so many. Yeah, and it's okay. kind of better to restrict the amount because. Oh, okay. Now, little, so now, basically, every decision becomes a crucial decision yeah. because there's only so many divergent paths. I'm trying to recall. I wish Bandersnatch had the thing that I know. Uh, Detroit Become Human had, which was an, is another two zone adventure game, where at the end you can see like the timelines and the paths you took and easily. Te- go back to each point oh, each yeah, timeline that's pretty good and easily see the other outcomes if you wanted to and like it's a, i know uh, uh, detroit becoming had like an insane number of branching paths so it definitely made sense with that but i would have preferred that better for bandersnatch just like an interactive timeline of like okay here's where we made the decision here's where it went and i was thinking like that would be very difficult to do for this case because some like i said going back in time basically affects the outcome of the yeah. story so you couldn't easily make a timeline that way but then like that only if that only have things to apply for very few decisions so I bet they could have come up with a way to do that. But anyways, that was my time with Bandersnatch. Like most Black Mirror, I thought it was an interesting concept and they got very bored of it. And then I just hated how much time I spent in it. I, yeah, I think, I, think the, I think the interesting idea about this one was just to choose your own adventure. Well, at least for me. But then the, the story was not interesting. And some some Black Mirror stories are interesting. I'm not gonna I'm not going to deny them that. But this one just wasn't. See, now I kind of want you to like do the Minecraft one. What Minecraft? Just- Is it Minecraft choose your adventure? Yeah, on Netflix, yeah. There's a, th- there's a bunch of Two New Adventures on Netflix. There's a Minecraft Choose Your Own Adventure. Okay, here's the thing. There was a contract between Telltale and Netflix. They took the Telltale Minecraft story mode game and then put it on Netflix. And they just removed all of the actual gamey mechanics like shooting and aiming and just left in the, de- the decisions that matter. I don't think it's on here anymore. It's 100% on there. There's no way it's not No, it's there. not. I literally just checked right now. I just searched Minecraft and there's no Minecraft stuff here at all. Was it gone now? On Netflix. On Netflix, right? Netflix, yeah. Oh, yeah. It leaves globally in December. It left this December. We just missed it. Great. What is it called? Uh, Minecraft Story Mode. Is, is it somewhere else that I can... So you don't play it? You just watch it? No, no, no. You you, you play it. It's just that in, in the Telltale games, there are also game mechanics. It's basically, if you've ever played a Telltale game, here's how it goes. People would have conversations. There'll be text boxes, pick an option kind of deal. But every once in a while, you'll actually, like, quote-unquote, play a game where, like, 
oh, we have to fight off the horde of zombies. And you have to like, aim with your analog stick and shoot zombies mm. to keep them at bay. And it's one of those scenarios where there isn't really a decision to be made. Because either you kill the zombies and you're good to, and the story continues. Or you die to the zombies and you get it's game over and then try again. So they just removed all the game side of it. And just stuck with this, the decisions that mattered. To the day I watch a Minecraft movie, that, that's, it's over. Dude, Minecraft, I, Minecraft movie, I think, is like another one of those that's been in the works for forever. It's been tossed around here and there. Just because the IP is so valuable that there's no way they're not going to... No, there's no way not, someone's not going to try. Yeah, like Mario movie. Yeah, like the Mario movie and uh, the entire movie like we watched talked about a while ago. Just, a lot of The games. IP was so good. A lot of games going into movies these days. Yeah, shows. it is. It's, it's And some of them are actually pretty good, which is like breaking the trend. Some of them are still bad. Like the Halo one was terrible, but you know, Arcane. you win some, you lose some. Arcane was good. Uh, Sonic movies weren't bad as far as kids' movies go. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu was quite fun. Heard The Last of Us is doing pretty good right now. The Witcher. Well, yep, maybe yep. The Witcher is not doing so great anymore. Witcher was doing good and then it really wasn't. Yeah, wait, but some of them are, some of them are really bad. Like I heard the World of Warcraft movie was just really bad. It was pretty meh. I don't think it was terrible though. I watched it. Well, you watched it. Yeah, I watched Warcraft. Yeah, it was like it was all right. It was like pretty generic, fantasy monster fighting, slock. Okay, final verdict on Banner Stash. Uh, can we in your two rating skills? Okay. Well, let's in add terms, a third one. Let's add a third one. So your first two rating skills are your standard one, but your third one is just where does it rank in all other Telltale games plus this kind of like that kind of media? Okay, in the genre basically. In the genre, yeah. Okay, so in terms of well madeness, from negative five to five, honestly, a four point five. It's super well made. Like what the the, heck? the acting on display, the coordination required Holy. to make this is insane, and That's they succeeded. That's the highest rating I've ever seen for well made. Yeah, probably. yeah. Because the, I, honestly, I, I don't know why I didn't why I don't give it a five. I just feel like I can't call it perfect because the other scale is like uh, no. You're it. one of my third grade teachers that never gives you an A because you can you never no one never gives an A. Like oh my god, bro. You know, fine. I'll say, I'll say five. I, I give it a five out of five. Also, oh, it's of well made. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, so it's like it's no, I'm like kidding, I'm kidding. What it seeked out, what it set out to do, it nailed. The I, I'm trying to think like the amount of effort that must have gone into like coordinating the scenes and the editing, and all of the like act, organizing when to record what in what order, and the performances were wonderful. Like all this stuff is so it's so much more difficult than a regular movie. Well, you can tell me the truth. And they nailed it. To, it's okay. You don't have to be afraid. I won't. I won't. I won't get mad if you say it's lower score than five. I'm just. No, no, no. But I'm trying to think like why didn't I give it a five? Like I can't think of a reason why I gave it a five other than like I think the other scale is influencing because the other scale is a solid like negative one. Oh, negative one though, not negative five. Not negative. I wouldn't say like I hate it so much that I find it offensive. It's just like I'd rather have not have. I'd rather have spent my time doing something else. Mm, okay. So negative one, negative one out of five. Okay. Uh, okay. Now in the third scale, of, like, where does it rank against all the other ones? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's like zero, like zero to five. So like. So this is the no, worst one that you've ever seen in no, all. No, other... no, because negative five to positive five, Hamza. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. It's it's the middle of the road. Like I don't think of it as anything special. I really like the Walking Dead ones. Uh, as much as I, I don't, as much as I dislike a lot of the choose your own adventure games because I don't feel game enough for me. I guess they're like what you described. Where like they're not games; they're like stories that you control once in a while. Yeah. So in that genre, I would say like some of the other ones do it better. Detroit Become Human, I feel like did it better. Uh, even The Walking Dead, I think I enjoyed that one. But then some of them I didn't really like, like the uh, Tales from the Borderland, rating like that one, and so on. So like, it was right in the middle. Like, as far as Tuesday Adventures goes, 
it's a if you're like interested in this kind of stuff and you want to see what it's like, it's an easy entry point for sure because it's on Netflix. You know, yeah, like me, you don't have to buy uh, a sixty dollar game or whatever. Before, yeah. So like, so, so so for me, uh, similarly, like, did I enjoy the movie or the experience? I enjoyed the experience, yes, because this is new to me. But when I did a rewatch, I mean, it's it's uh, could you also could you fast forward this movie? I can't remember if you can or not. You can't fast forward. You can only go back ten seconds, and even then, you can't go before a decision you made. Yeah, so that's another thing. I was like, it's too slow for me. And I need, if I want to see all the paths, or at least if you finish the movie, you should be able to go to any paths you choose and just see all the paths. Once again, if they, had the, if they had the timeline feature from Detroit Become Human. Yeah, I actually, don't know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember now. I actually don't remember because Detroit Become Human was, was in those cases where I went back and I did all the paths because there was too many paths. Um, I didn't care. I'm I, remember, I, did you, could you only see the timeline or could you actually go to those points on the timeline? I think you could only see, see the timeline. Even seeing them is good. Even seeing them is good. But like, I don't want to go to like a Reddit post or something and seeing oh, uh, here's the path, and here's another path, and here's this path, and did you go to that path? And you go, and I don't want to, I don't want discussions. I want to see the path. I want to, you know, like, I want to... You want to see what you did and what you haven't done. Yeah, I want to see all the stories and, you know, Easter eggs. But, uh, yeah, not too bad. I don't think, I don't think it was that bad. I would, if my, in my binary scale of uh, pass or liked fail... Liked it, not liked it? it not like, like, not like, I like. So, <laughs> there you go. Easy money. All right, that brings us to the end of a... Honestly, kind of a weird episode because we talked about people dying, cancer, Black Mirror, a lot of stuff happened. No, listen, listen. cancer doesn't always mean people dying. Yes, it's it heavily doesn't. related, but we were talking at a higher level or at a lower level. True, true. Not the personal skill. Like, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed. This is Homeless Sign and Out. I'm only PB now. Bye.